Welcome to the Young Pro Podcast, where our goal is to better equip people working with young adults to grow God's kingdom. Today, we're talking about how to improve our game as young professional outreaches. Me and Mike will give a, a couple of tips and thoughts on how to push past the temptation to conform to complacency and instead constantly look to improve your outreach. I'm your host, Travis Wiesenberg, and this is the Young Pro Podcast. Welcome back to the Young Pro Podcast. Today, me and Mike are talking about how to improve our game, how to improve our game as people in a young professional outreach. So who am I talking to here? Am I am I just talking to to the leaders of your your YPO, your prospective YPO, the one who's, who's kind of organizing it? Yes and no. I'm talking to them, but I'm also talking to the the person who's, who's going to whatever event you got going on, whether it's a, a Taco Tuesday type invi- event or it's a prayer meeting, I'm talking to you as well. Because we, we all have a, a role in our outreach to to improve it as best as we can. So, so Mike, how, how should we actually go about improving our young professional outreaches? Well, I think that to, to know what you're trying to do, you actually have to not just intend to do anything. You've got to intend to do something. And that something should be able to be defined as good, better, best. And the better it is... Uh, it'll be better if you're clearer on what your your actual goal is. Uh, and I'd say our simple overarching goal for our young professional outreach is tied into the idea of creating radical adult disciples. So right. we are really looking to raise up people who get to know the Lord, baptize in the Spirit, become disciples, and really um, become radical adult disciples. That's That's the goal. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But how exactly should how exactly do we get there? That is the big goal, and I think I think I don't think we're gonna have many differences across the board. But but how do we get there? Well, I think that the next level down would be achieving a set of objectives along the way, and I'll, I'll refer back a little bit to the LOCKS diagram here. Um, our our objectives, in some ways, we've divided into to four different parts. So reaching people, uh, building relationship with them, so that we can second objective uh, present the gospel, call them, reach, call, as we say, reach, call, form, send, and land. Um, so we want to reach people the gospel. We want to have them come to know the Lord. We want to have them uh, get onto the path of discipleship formation. Uh, engage in missionary mission, and then finally land them someplace in the uh, living body of Christ. So that becomes the the objective level. It still doesn't get us to right. So now we have the overarching goal, and then yeah. we have these these four objectives underneath them. But how do we how do we get up to those objectives? How are we how do we know if we're reaching people or calling people or forming mm-hmm. people? Well, at each of those levels, I think that's where you get into the what are the actions that you have to do hmm. uh, at those levels. Um, and, and there's a bunch of different words in these kinds of um, evaluation and goal setting uh, formulas. But actions is certainly one of them. What's your strategy? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff out there that have really good intentions. Yeah. But an intention is not a strategy. 
Uh, my aim is to have the best baseball team in the world. Great. How are you going to do that? Oh, that you have to have a strategy for, mm -hmm. not just the intention. Uh, you have to have the actions. Uh, you have to have the, as we put it, the environments and the events that uh, allow you to achieve uh, your objectives, which allow you to achieve your allow you to achieve your goals. So. Yeah, and I think I think across the board, we're not going to have a lot of differences between our overall goals and our objectives. I think that's that's been pretty set. Uh, for most circumstances that mm -hmm. that this you reach people you call people you form people you land people That's what we've been doing forever. It's kind of like the baseball example Your overarching goal as a baseball team is to win, win the World Series Your objectives win 90 games games to get into the playoff win your division to get into playoffs But the actions is all right. How do we improve our skills to get there? How do we have better pitchers? How do we improve our infield? How do we improve our our, our hitting and I think there's that's that's where the difference is. That's where the difference between uh, improve being a, a young professional outreach and improving your young professional outreach. Uh, so going back to the actions, what are what's the main thing that that we're looking to evaluate in the actions? Yeah, I, I think you can you can get at some of that stuff to follow the the baseball analogy a little bit uh, clearer. You actually do need to know how to play first base, second base, shortstop. Third. Everybody needs to know what they're attempting to do. I think one of the challenges that we have with our young professional outreach is we haven't really defined the game quite so well yet. We're still working on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's as if somebody gave us a baseball, uh, a mitt, and a piece of wood and said, make up a game. Hmm. Um, okay, right. Uh, <laughs> so I think there, there are things that we, we are doing where um, our actions may not have quite as clear a goal as would be good at some point in time. One of the challenges that we have, obviously, with young professionals is, uh, yeah, who are we talking about? Are we talking about uh, people who've been involved in the community since they were born and have come up through it and done really, really well all the way through and et cetera, et cetera? Or are we talking about a kid who was and then went way off the rails and is coming back? Are we talking about somebody we're just freshly evangelizing? Are we talking someone who's just come out of SPO or UCO and is getting involved? Mm -hmm. You have, it's a real funny group of people. So, <laughs> who, and you're trying to make this into something. So the question of, of uh, clarity on our actions, who we're trying to reach, for example, one of them, who are we trying to actually reach? is often one of the, the challenges that a young professional outreach has is because while well, we're trying to reach everybody, like everybody on the planet, how about just everybody in the county? Well, that's too much too. Who are you actually trying to reach? Uh, you have to get that clear. So you start by trying to reach audience A and you realize A, audience A isn't quite making it and a bunch of people from audience B are. Well, you're going to be changing your your actions and say this is who we're not trying to, to reach. You change uh, in, in response to the realities that you, that you face. Um, so um, getting clear on those things, it's not a problem that we're, we're not clear exactly, but our goal should be to get clearer mm. if we're going to improve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you're, if you're right now kind of thinking you're someone in your young professional outreach and, you're, and maybe you're in charge of your, your C-level event or you're in charge of running your Bible study, but you don't actually know the clear vision to to what the outcome should be that's something that that you should 
you should take up with the person who gave you that role, who gave you that authority uh, to see, okay, what is that? Am I, am I putting this Bible study on for non-Christians or am I putting this Bible study on for, uh, you know, people I'm meeting at my parish or church? Kind of get those questions based on so then you can look back and say, is this actually meeting the, the goal that it originally had? I think that's, I think that's a great point. Um, so how, what are some of the ways that we should, we should be getting a clear vision for our team? What, what does that produce and, and how should we go about that? Yeah, I, I think that's a, especially speaking now more to those in leadership positions, vision casting is one of the most important things that a leader can do, is helping people understand what are we trying to do? And I think that means being clear on our goals, being clear on our objectives, uh, and even being clear on our actions. This action is meant to produce this, 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 and this. Um, but giving that kind of vision to the team that's, that's pulling off the activity, whether it's a Taco Tuesday or it's a Life in the Spirit seminar, giving that vision. Vision gives us motivation. Give, vision gives us clarity. I, I know what I'm, I see what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good way to talk about vision is I see what I'm trying to do. So vision clarification, I think, is huge. I think it also has another knock-on effect, which it, it, it helps to build your team. Um, the, uh, a, a good example of a, uh, we had a, a, a team in high school that had a bunch of really good players, mm-hmm. but we lost all of our games because we didn't have a team. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of good people, but we didn't have a team. So yeah. team building, uh, having people on, the, on, on board for the same objectives and having a sense of, of uh, camaraderie, brotherhood, sisterhood, friendship, etc. You've got to do that as well. Not just what are we trying to do, but how are we trying to get our people together to, to have a, a common motivation and, and, a, and a sense of teamwork. Yeah, I think that's a it's a good a good question to ask yourself if you're leading your outreach or leading a, a portion of an outreach is just to to ask yourself who who all is is accomplishing our goal? How many people are accomplishing? Is it just me pushing forward the environment? Am I the only one who is who's really engaging the guest or is there a handful of people that are that are already being built up that are helping accomplish the goal because in some ways uh, a good a good goal for you to have as a leader is to to raise up leaders under underneath you that eventually kind of kick you out of your job in a sense that you can are freed up to then move to a different level of strategy within your organization or your outreach. So, all right, maybe maybe the team, these people, the people listening right now, have the vision. What what else what what else could be missing that that could help them improve their outreach and in their position in their outreach? Yeah. Well, one of the one of the key things is the reason we're doing these podcasts, which is getting the training in how to do what they're trying to do, to understand what they're trying to do. Um, For someone to realize, oh, you mean I need to learn how to have a winning conversation with someone, go back and look at whatever podcast it was where we talked about that. You say, yes, oh, right, I didn't know that. Helping them then learn how to do that. That's going to help them play second base better. It's going to help them play shortstop better. You're, you're, you're training them in the, in the role that they have so that they're clear on what does excellence look like in what I'm trying to do. Uh, if I'm supposed to be inviting people to a C-level event, training them to know how to do it really, really well, that's going to make a big difference for uh, your team. Because 
when people know what they're supposed to do and they're working together as, te as a team, you're much more likely to accomplish the, the purpose. Your young professional outreach is much more likely to work if everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So, Yeah, that's, that's great. Why, I think that for some people, this, this may be the first time they've really thought of evaluation. What, why, why is that? Why don't, we, why don't we evaluate? Well, I think this is a, a key uh, area for us in, in everything that we do, which is you're not going to improve if you don't evaluate. And evaluate means both evaluate what you're doing right and evaluate what you're doing wrong. You can learn from both of those things. I, I usually say, if you really want to learn how to do something well, you ask, you ask the coach who has the winning team what he did right, rather than asking the coach of the losing team what he did wrong. Mm -hmm. Learning what not to do doesn't tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I think the, the value of evaluation um, is, is it's extremely important to be able to say, did this uh, men's state night do what it was supposed to do? It forces you then to ask, well, what was it supposed to do? Mm -hmm. It helps you to clarify the, your aims, your intentions for that particular event. And it helps you to look at the event and say, this was great. We need to reproduce that. Let's do that again. You know, it's, it, it just improves your game when you know that's the best way to do it. Then you keep doing it the best way rather than experimenting with all sorts of other ones. On the other hand, if you find out that's not working, you're able to actually ask, how can we make that work? Uh, the food wasn't actually very good. And guys, it wasn't a winner on the food side of things. The testimony that they had at the steak night was excellent. The guy just hit it out of the park. Mm -hmm. You go, yeah, that's what we want to do. That tells you what an excellent testimony looks like. And then you're able to reproduce it. Uh, like in, in so many sports, uh, success depends on muscle memory. Can you do that again? And if you can do it well and you can do it again, that's going to lead you to success. So I think evaluation is a, an important aspect. I think your, your core team should be evaluating uh, regularly. Uh, the, the leaders of any particular event or environment should be evaluating regularly. Is this doing what it's supposed to do? And that obviously begs the question, what is it supposed to do? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And helps you get clearer on, well, it's supposed to do this. And it helps you also refine it, not try to do everything, but to say, no, we're not trying to get everybody baptized in the spirit at a men's steak night. That's not the purpose of the men's steak night. Mm -hmm. So you just get clearer on those things by doing evaluation. Yeah, just, just based off that, kind of picking up uh, a couple of things from, from that and summarizing, just it forces you to, to refine your goal, which you can't actually evaluate what you're doing if you don't have that first goal that we just already talked about. But also you, you mentioned, you know, you want to you wanna talk to the best teams, which means you want to acquire, acquire wisdom from people who, who have done either young professional outreach, but even, even people who, who maybe not have been extremely successful in young professional outreach, but, but have wisdom above you, older people in your community or older people in your circles. Those are, those are valuable resources that we should be tapping into. And then you want to evaluate constantly. You don't want to see, see that one thing worked for, for one time and you don't and you rightly you you saw that in your evaluation then you you do it again but imitation without evaluation is not a recipe for for success it could be something that gets stale after a while it's 
I mean, we've been using a lot of sports analogies, but, it, you know, sometimes an offense in football works for one season and then everybody understands how to defend it. And then the next season, it doesn't work as well. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to have that. That's that's why constant evaluation is important. Don't evaluate one time a year and expect that that's going to be able to take your, your outreach to the next level. Yeah. Well, or to use the imitation uh, thing, to say it again. Um, if what you do is you imitate a prayer meeting that is meant for a really different audience than the one that you have. Mm. Like you've got an adult prayer meeting and you're working with eighth graders. It's not going to work. <laughs> or you can say, uh, I can I can make the best chocolate chip cookies in the world, but what if I'm supposed to be doing is baby formula. Chocolate chip cookies aren't the answer. So seeing something that's worked in other environments doesn't necessarily going to mean, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work in the environment that you're in. So even though we can pick up things from um, other environments where we've seen this work, you still want to evaluate it and say, yes, but does it do the job here the way it did the job there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. There's, there's a handful of questions that, that you can be a- asking yourself regularly when you're evaluating. Uh, I mean, but the main one is definitely, did this accomplish the goal that will lead us to the ob- objectives that we have that will lead us to our ultimate goal? of creating radical adult disciples. So I'll go ahead and just summarize our, our main points. And, and the first one was just to be able to Im- improve what you're doing, you actually have to know first what your overarching goal is. And for most of us, that should be making radical adult disciples. And then underneath that overarching goal, you have to have adje- objectives to hit that will help you reach that goal. And for most of us, it's it's what we, we touched on in the Seedlocks process is is tracking and numbers and having goals for for amount of people we're reaching, amount of people we're calling, amount of people we're forming, and then sending and landing as well. But the main difference is going to be what actions you do to get to those objectives. And actions should always be leading to objectives. If they're not leading to objectives then they're not actually doing what they're supposed to do. Actions lead to objectives which achieve your goal. Another thing is everyone needs to know the goal to be able to maximize the potential of their actions. If if your standard members in a YPO don't know why they're doing the actions, then you can't really hold them to evaluate you can't really evaluate them on on much because they don't actually know what they're going for if they're running a bible study that's meant to be for nominal christians and they're setting it up for for non-christians but they didn't know that they were supposed to be setting up for this other population then that's a vision problem not a uh, an action problem so leaders need to give the vision of what they want to happen and a clear vision creates a strong team i'll say that again Leaders need to get the vision of what they want to happen, and a clear vision results in a strong team. Then the next point is you're not gonna you're not gonna improve if you don't evaluate. So evaluate on are we reaching our goal and are we reaching our objectives to get that goal? If we're not, let's let's look to see why. Let's look to see what we have to have to change what's working, what's not working, who we can talk to, who, who we can acquire wisdom from, and go from there. Seems straightforward. I hope, I hope this was helpful for more than just the leaders because 
you people actually who are who are doing the ground floor work in the young professional out, outreaches if you're not improving the game then, then then the game just won't be improved so so have an eye for for first what knowing what the goal or the objective is in in whatever role you are in and then also to look to improve it to look to actually evaluate what you're doing what and and see what is working and what is not we hope this was helpful and and thank you for listening to another episode of the young pro podcast peace